Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey everybody, good morning! Happy hump day! It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Am I right? You said it, lady. You are our leader, and we, whatever mood you start the show with, we're going with it. It's always good. It's always good. Uh, hey, by the way, we're in the middle of this crazy heat wave. What a nice night of thunderstorms and rain that we got. Yeah, unless you have partial uh, tree lying on your grass right now. Oh, no, again. Yes, I think I might need some tree trimming. I'm turning into you. (laughs) But yours is coming from a place of... Negativity. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, you're I'm planting and I'm, I'm thinking about pruning this fall. But mine is more aesthetic pruning, and yours is, this is a bummer. Trees falling down, landing on my house, on my deck. what's going on? You got branches down? A huge branch. I went out this morning, and I'm like, can I pull this myself? Nope, too heavy. Oh, done. Huge, huge. Huge. So strongly, the winds. And it's one of those trees, one of those um, ash trees. Oh, yeah. So I've got to be real careful with those. I wonder if maybe that fell over because... They they're weaker. They seem if they get attacked oh. by these emerald ash borers, right? Oof. They become weaker. I think they're maybe prone in, in this region hmm. to some disease. Maybe that oh, I don't. Know. Yeah, my whole block had the, the trees taken out. Gone. Same. We're a little naked right now. What do you little, mean little gone? Little like they had to cut them down because yeah. of the disease? Yeah. And- Big, yeah. huge, beautiful trees. Yeah. Same. So so they did them like proactively or the branches started falling and they're like, we need to take these down. It was a proactive situation, I believe, okay. before the uh, branches and other things fell on vehicles parked on the street. Oh, yeah. We had about five on in my neighborhood, maybe all six, ash? All, all ash? ash trees taken out. Like, I think that's a thing. Front yards. I, I, I think that there is a uh, vulnerability that seems to be. Yeah. Well, I get mine oh, treated bummer. every two years. And that costs money too. I know. So they come out, they measure the trunk, then they they give it an IV, and then it's good for two years. Oh, is that right? Yes. So next year will be, and then they tag it. So you got a tag on it that shows that it has been treated. So if the tree police come by, I could be like, no, 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 it's been treated. I was trying to start with good news and say, like, isn't it kind of nice that a during this crazy heat wave. 
that much of the United States is dealing with right now. We're getting a little bit of a, uh, you know, we got water during it. We got yes, a we got nice, some rain. good rain yes. for the lawn and for the, the for the garden beds and all that kind of stuff. And even when I went out this morning, I thought, well, this is this is not as oppressively muggy and hot as I expected the start of the day to be. And I think that the storms will help to do that. Yeah, and it helps the grass, which was drying out. May I say this also? Oh, sure, Steve. I know say anything. The, the heat wave is really cramping some people's style. Let me encourage you to sit outside at like 10 at night. If you're not already in bed, sit outside at about 10 at night and... I mean, it is wonderful. It is, the sun is gone, so you're not hiding from that. Oh, you got the crickets. You got the crickies. They're out there doing their thing, rubbing their legs. Are they really making noise by rubbing their legs together? I think so, Steve. That's unbelievable. Anyway, let's move on from crickets. Okay. It's really temperate outside at around 10 or 11 at night. It almost feels like a desert, you know, where it's just like, nice. just feels cozy. Love it. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Um, we've got, you know, good news, bad news, <clears throat> bad news. Uh, LeBron James son, uh, suffered cardiac arrest. I believe that was yesterday or the day before. It happened on Monday, but the news didn't come out for a day t- until Tuesday. Well, it seems that he is doing well enough after that scare that his parents are relieved. Uh, he was in ICU, I believe briefly, but I, I think now he's just undergoing tests. Um, of course they're anxious to know what caused you know the the cardiac arrest but they i guess they've gotten some reassurance from his uh doctors to kind of you know even things out yeah you know mentally to go okay okay they're very optimistic um and and i guess he only spent a small amount of time in relatively speaking Mm -hmm. in the intensive care unit and so that's an optimistic thing as well, and that standard medical operating procedure, you go to the ICU and they want to check and make sure that all of your other um, organs are functioning properly, that nothing else was distressed during the cardiac arrest. But right. that being said, uh, you know, it was still cardiac arrest, which we all learned with Damar Hamlin watching Monday Night Football this year. We yeah. all watched it happen in real time. This is not, oh, I'm having some pain. Should I go get checked out? This is your heart stops beating. And you, you know, like they say, Bronny James was unconscious on the on the the floor of the gym, I guess, where they were doing their USC workout. But I believe that um, I heard I think it was a former USC Trojan. And and that's the team that he's going to debut for if if his health gets up and running at some point this season. There was a player there last year who had cardiac arrest and came back and played in like 15 regular season games. Oh, wow. And, you know, was able to to come back. So, you know, I guess not all cardiac arrest events are created equally. So with DeMar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills, when that happened on Monday Night Football, it was very touch and go for a while. He did not uh, get near a a football field uh, in uniform for the rest of the season. Whereas, you know, there could be a different outlook for Bronny James. But, oh, golly, I just cannot imagine the fear um, that must have gone through LeBron James and his wife Savannah's minds when they get that call. Oh my call. gosh! I just and, can't and imagine him, Bronny himself. You know when you wake up and like what? Yeah, I'm a kid. What? Right? Yeah. It's what really happened? Crazy. Oh so hey, has Demar Hamlin gone back on the field yet, or he's still out? No, training camp just started. Got it. Um, and so I'm not sure the status of him playing 
in this upcoming season. But I, I think that he had had a report a few, I don't know, a few weeks ago that was like, it's going to be looking positive for him to return to the field but okay that's awesome yeah that is awesome hey uh coming up today we've got a few fun things uh 11 30 we're gonna play whose voice is it anyway that is a really fun game where mike will uh present us with the voice of a celebrity and we will play name that tune style after getting a hint on uh the the person's voice yeah and uh i'm killing it i'm just gonna say that uh, you are doing really great. I think it was last week. I think I went four for four. Yeah, you killed it last uh, week. So maybe I could, I'm turning the corner here, but it's yeah. a very fun game to play along with. Test your own uh, celebrity IQ just yeah. from the sound of their out of context voice. It's a good exercise, uh, you know, like a good muscle to exercise. We could put Lumosity out of business. We sure can. Wordle could go bankrupt. I know, right? Also, coming up at 11, before we play that game, um, we want to hear from you guys. We want to know, and you can answer this question on Steve's Facebook uh, page. He's going to post this momentarily, if not already. What is the nicest thing a family member has done for you? Or maybe vice versa. Yeah. Okay, because we have a cool story about Margot Robbie. And uh, what she did for a family member. We'll talk about that coming up. By the way, Sam Boney just texted me um, ahead of schedule and says, uh, here's a tweet. Damar Hamlin, by the, speaking of, will be a full go at training camp um, and is coming back to the football field. Excellent. For the Buffalo Bills. Yay. So, yeah. Woo. All right. When we come back, I have a parenting question for you, Steve Patterson. <laughs> uh, it has to do with something that Kristen Bell allows her children to do. I want to see how you feel about that when we come right back on my talk 107.1. Hey, friends, what's up? It is Stevie Boy for Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Heading out there this weekend, going to see Jersey Boys. It's on the main stage right now. Just talked with my neighbor last night. We're going to bring the neighbors. And uh, they were all excited. And he was like, okay, so it's Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. Right? Yeah, it's all that. I mean, it's Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons, the songs that you know, that you love, that you sing along to. You'll be able to do that when you have a really enjoyable night out. Uh, guests have been loving this show. Critics have been loving this show. Get your tickets, ChanhassenDT.com. That's where you can also get your tickets for Stevie Race Comedy Cabaret. They do improv comedy on Friday and Saturday night. So let's get some laughter in our weekends. How about some music? You can do that as well. The Michael Jackson Family Review this Friday, July 28th. Uh, we've got Warehouse. That's a tribute to Dave Matthews Band. That's coming up on Saturday, August 5th. Magic Carpet Ride, the music of San Francisco, 1967, the summer of love. Tickets for all of the aforementioned, chan The music bump up the click. Hello, good morning, welcome back. It's us, Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with Holly Roberts. I was reading this story. I didn't see this episode, but Kelly Clarkson show. Ever heard of it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah good show. Heard of it. Uh, so on Monday's show, Kristen Bell was on, and she was talking about how her daughters, who are eight and nine, mm-hmm. like to occasionally drink non-alcoholic beers. And she said, I know it sounds insane, but then she went on to explain that this began when they were younger and they would go on walks and Dax, who is a recovering addict would like to drink a non-alcoholic beer. So he would pop one open and they'd go for a walk and he'd have, you know, her, their eldest daughter Mm -hmm. on his chest and she would, you know, kind of paw at it 
And then sometimes she would like suck on, you know, the top of the, the beer bottle. And she said, this is again, Kristen Bell saying it feels to her like something special, something daddy, something family. And then she said, all the beers that Dax consumes have absolutely no alcohol. You can find some that have zero, zero alcohol. They're, they're, I think they're kind of few and far between, oh. though, because there's usually like point zero point zero five four, yeah, or zero point four, excuse me, or zero point five. Okay, yeah, 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 you're right. And um, she says, you know, it gets tricky when you're at a restaurant because you you're kind of like, do you have any non-alcoholic beer? <sighs> you know, and then they think, oh, maybe we save that for home. What are your thoughts on that? Steve Patterson being a parent, the only parent in the room. Um, that it's, uh, let me find the right word here. It's interesting. It's rare. I've not heard of that before. And I don't know that I care. Hmm. You know, I don't think these kids are getting like tossed from having a non-alcoholic beer. Well, I think the point is that they get accustomed to that bitter and hoppy taste, which could lead to problems later in life. When you all you're already accustomed to it, it still tastes like beer. Sure. Right now you're in high school and you're like, yeah, let's have beer. Oh, this is the real beer. Or do you take some of the taboo away from it? Some of the, you know, you can't have it. You can't have it. You can't have it. You get away from mom and dad. Hey, they always said I couldn't have it. Can I have it? Maybe even though it's non-alcoholic beer, maybe it introduces them to it in a different, less, you know, tantalizing way where it just kind of was like, okay, whatever. Plus they've got their dad who has, is recovering. And so I'm sure they have some very open conversations at home about what that's done to him. Let me ask you, Donna, anyone can have an opinion, not just a parent. Sounds like you might have one. What are your thoughts when you first read this? I thought... You do you, you know, (laughs) that I don't know if I were a parent, if that is something that I would do. Because you think it, to your point, could lead them to like, I don't have to overcome the weird taste of beer. I can just now feel relaxed when I have the beer. Yeah, maybe. That I already like. And then I started doing a little research and then I see that experts are saying it's not a good idea. It's a risky practice. Uh, it can harm the kids down the road. And, you know, they said the the lack of awareness is partly driven by the marketing of these low alcohol and no alcohol flavored beers. And so they make it appear to be like soft drinks, which can be misleading to parents. You know, I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hmm. I don't know. I You know, that would be one of those things I'll cross that bridge when I get there kind of situations. But I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I've never heard of it before. That's... 
That's yeah. for sure. Frankly, I think you've heard more parents, you would hear of more parents saying, oh, yeah, I let them have a sip of my wine as opposed to non-alcoholic. So it just seems odder. But yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't think it ruffled me. I don't know. Me. Well, let's see what Amy has to say. She's standing by on line one. Okay, let's bring in Amy. Uh, Amy, hi. Welcome to the conversation. You're on the Don and Steve experience. How are you? Hi, guys. How are you today? Great. We're doing really well. Uh, what's on your mind? Great. I'm a seven and a half year recovering alcoholic and just my take on it and lots of um, other recovering alcoholics, AA members, kind of consider non-alcohol is for non-alcoholics. Um, reason being is because it uh, brings back memories, even holding the bottle, mm. uh, smelling of it, drinking of it, kind of puts you in the mindset of, um, well, if this works, maybe I can just have a regular beer. Mm. Maybe I can have a glass of wine. So even just taking out all of those aspects of the looks and the smells is probably healthier. Got it. So complete abstinence. It's, Absolutely. Is the way to go, not not necessarily replacing one with another. Correct. Okay. Got it. Amy, gotcha. thank you. Hey, congrats on seven and a half years. Yeah. That's awesome. Fantastic. Amy is no longer there. Well, but I trust that she heard me and felt it. And I hear yeah, you. Yeah, I don't know. That, that is interesting, especially I, I believe that's what they probably teach is like, you don't want to replace one with the other. I think we got Lisa standing by. All right. We'll bring uh, Lisa into the conversation. Lisa, you are on the Donna and Steve experience. What's on your mind? Hi, Lisa. Oh, hi. I'm sorry. No. Hi. God love you. What's on your mind? Well, so my dad um, would, and it's the not, it's not non-alcoholic, um, but when I was very little, um, like four, five, six, he would let me go to the beer or the fridge and grab him a beer. And if I did that, I got to open it and I got the first sip. Cute. So that probably went on for, you know, five or six years until I was about, you know, 10 or 11. Um, fast forward a little bit. Um, it it kind of did what Donna had said. It gives you the taste for that beer right? Like that flavor, when you taste it, when it has alcohol in it, it brings it back to that memory. And I ended up finding out that I loved beer and loved beer too much. And this month I'm celebrating eight years sober. Oh, oh my gosh. Congratulations. Two calls in a row like that. That's yeah. awesome. Wow. But interesting. It, but it all had to do with that taste of beer because I didn't like any other type of alcohol. I only would drink beer. And it was reminiscent back to that flavor with my dad, you know? And not only does it bring up those good feelings, right? Like those that dopamine, it brings you back to the memories and then you have the alcohol. Yeah, interesting. Uh, thank you so hey, much, for Lisa, for sharing. It. Congratulations on your sobriety. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just something to ponder, I guess, as a parent, you know? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting with it, non-alcoholic versus actual beer, too. That's just a, exactly. an interesting wrinkle in the conversation. Yeah, I sure. want to talk quickly one more thing about Kristen Bell when okay. we come back. About the photo from a few weeks ago that we never talked about that's nuts. That next. 
guys, it's Donna and Steve here to talk about Tria Orthopedics. We get it. Life can be busy. Mm-hmm. So when your back is out of whack or your knee pain just won't go away, it's important to get treated by Tria. They have convenient online scheduling and walk-in care. Yeah, in fact, we've actually both been to Tria for shoulder injuries. Yep, I went to Tria when I had a really sore shoulder, probably from too much clanging and banging in the gym. Donna, do you know that I work out? Oh, no, uh, you never mentioned it a thousand times. It's true, I lift weights. You know, I hurt my shoulder, and guess what? They knew exactly how to treat me. Yeah, then you recommended them to me, and now my shoulder is feeling good again. Oh, and my doctor was so kind and answered all of my many questions. What I would do to have that kind of patience around you? Rude. So if you break your wrist, you tweak your knee, hurt your back, get treated by Tria. Yeah, get world-class orthopedic care with no referral needed. Visit Tria.com. It's why you're treated and how you're treated by Tria. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1, where talk is fun. Before I get into the Kristen Bell uh, photo that we never talked about because of our schedules, um, quickly trending on Twitter right now, actor Kevin Spacey found not guilty on all charges in the UK sexual assault trial. He had faced nine sexual offense charges related to incidents reported by four men that allegedly uh, took place over the span of a uh, period of time, and uh, and uh, he's been found not guilty. Wow! Cleared of all of those wow, charges. Wow, wow. He had said uh, recently we had heard from him or his people saying he was gonna come back. He was gonna act again. And once these got cleared, there were already people who were waiting to work with him. Well, part one of of that has turned true, which is he believed that he would be cleared, and and he has by wow. a British jury. And so now we'll wait to see. <clears throat> What is next there? So anyway, yeah. That's... Originally, there were twelve charges, and then I think a uh, how many did you say? He nine. Was nine. Nine. So yeah, three of them got dropped. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting. I'll be digging more into that story. Um, we will go to something less consequential. Okay. But boy, it piqued my interest. I saw this a few weeks ago. I was scrolling through Instagram, and guys, I know this story is weeks old, but we Donna and I haven't yeah. chatted about it yet. So new it's new to you. It's new yes. to us. I just saw an article yesterday, and I was like, oh, that's, re-, and, and, and like an outlet put it out, and they're like, here's a way to do this. And I was like, that's interesting. We should talk about that. And it was from April 23rd of this year. But I was like, you know what? It's new to me. Yeah. And if it's you. new to me, it might be new to you. Kristen. Sorry, my tuna melt is ready. <laughs> Pick up. Pie. I actually <laughs> thought that you, for a second, had waited for me to say Kristen, and before I could say Bell. <gasps> no, that would have been good. You rang the bell, oh, Donna. No, Donna. You were that clever. Why yeah, can't clever. you be the way I wish you were? <laughs> oh, we were so close to a magical moment. Instead, it was, in fact, just disruptive. <laughs> so, Kristen Bell, I'm scrolling through Instagram. And she's she said, like, part one of our Idaho trip. And then there's this picture at a table, and it's beautiful. Go click on that picture, Donna. And Donna's okay, not seen on. this picture yet. Just a moment. And I was like, uh, I don't know where you put it. Is this Photoshop? It says, look at this. Okay, here and we go. And go about halfway down that article, and then blow that picture up. Okay, I see lots of people. 
So now I just start going from the left. See I if think you can I see speak. Courtney Cox in there somewhere. You do see a Courtney Cox. All right, I see. Uh, all right, uh, you know, I didn't know I was going to have to do this. I guess oh, I she's got to put her, her eyes on. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, hang on it's a happening second, in real everybody. time, everybody. It's Hold fine. on here. We here. Go. All right. I don't know who these bag. people are. You okay. do. You'll know who a lot of them are. Okay, I think I see Justin Bateman and his wife. Okay. I see Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. I see some people way in the back holding their hands up. Yeah, you see. This uh, is a long. This is like the Last Supper table. Oh, bigger longer. Than that. Yeah, yeah. There's more than twelve. Uh, let's see. I don't know who that guy is. How about uh, John Mulaney down on the left? Adam Scott. Oh yeah, sure. Down on uh, oh, yeah. the left. Dak Shepard, of course. Uh, also. What? Oh, beautiful lady. Jake Tapper from CNN is there. Oh wow. Mark Rober. Uh, the famous oh, okay. YouTuber. Okay, I got it blown up now. Now I can see. Uh, okay, who's that? Oh, I mean the internet at this point. Olivia this, was, Munn. this was posted on uh, July seventh, and the internet was like losing their mind. They couldn't. This believe is a it. dinner party. Wow. It's like the. It's not just a dinner. I mean, this is like a who's who of. Is this what they do? Do they all hang out with each wow. other like this? So you have. Uh, let's. We went through Jennifer Aniston. Jimmy Fallon is down there, a bearded Jimmy Fallon. Uh, Jake Tapper, Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Adam Scott, as you said, Jason Bateman, Olivia Munn, John Mulaney, Courtney Cox, uh, Snow Patrol's Johnny McDade. That's uh, Courtney Cox's BF. Uh, the NASA engineer, Mark Rober, has got that uh, very popular YouTube channel. He once guest hosted Jimmy Kimmel. So this is a Kristen Bell dinner. This photo from Kristen Bell's dinner party. Yes and no. This is actually something that takes place at Jimmy Kimmel's lodge that he bought in Idaho that is beautiful. And I guess this is a thing that he'll do where he's just like invite a bunch of people up there and then they get to hang out. And it's just such an interesting picture because it's not at a red carpet event. It's not at some swanky party. It's the celebrities just saying, hey, Let's all go hang out with each other. It's Have Idaho's dinner. South Fork Lodge, which was purchased by Jimmy Kimmel in 2020. Oh, my gosh. And they're all eating steak. Oh, I hadn't even noticed what they were oh eating. Oh, my gosh. Courtney looks like she was difficult. Had to get something else. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Always <laughs> one of them. Well, that's cool. Isn't that a cool yeah, picture? It's like a who's who at Kimmel's. Oh, yeah. And they had all. Really gotten after that steak. You're right. Courtney went for a pasta, maybe? Mm, maybe the portobello mushroom. That could be. Mm-hmm. Mm. What a beautiful backdrop, too. I yeah. just wonder, like, what oh, are yeah. the little side conversations that are happening there? And, uh, you know, who are you? Are, are you walking out around the lake with somebody that you've never met before? But it's like, hey, I know you, uh, your stuff, and, and maybe you know my stuff. Let's let's go chat. Amazing. Talk about stuff. Fun. You gotta talk about stuff. All right, I gotta tell you something that I saw that I thought was really cool. Speak your mind, Queen. Steven Spielberg and Paul McCartney photographed together. They look adorable, real cash. They're in the Hamptons. They're going to see Oppenheimer together. Oh. Buddies. Oh. Isn't that cute? That is cute. They're buddies. They've been friends for <clears throat> quite a long time. They just, wow. He stepped out. He looks great. Spielberg looks, I like his outfit a lot. He's trendy. He's wearing, um, he's wearing a hat if with I sunglasses. If I showed up in this outfit, you would not say that same thing at all, not for a second. I think I would. Bull if you crap. wore the hat, just you got to get rid of the hat. 
You couldn't wear the hat. You couldn't. Nobody but Spielberg pretty much can pull off that hat at that point. And I, think, and I say that's a tiny fedora. It makes the whole outfit. And he's got a jean jacket on. It's a tan jean jacket with uh-huh. a uh, patterned uh, collared shirt underneath. And then he's got An sneakers on. Uh, yeah, power watch. Power watch, uh, light blue jeans, uh, relax fit. And then blue sneakers with red laces. I think they're orange. You would laugh me out of this building if I walked in here. You would call me a clown. No, I wouldn't. Donna, if I put on a new pair of shoes, you're like, um, okay, are we going to talk about that? (laughs) This, you you would not let me pull off a Spielberg. Well, why do you expect Steve to wear on his feet? I mean, plastic bags from the drugstore? I have bunions. I need support. Here's the thing. By the way, I keep getting ads for bunion shoes. Oh, well, thanks a lot, because last night I almost texted you late, because I got an ad for skin tag removal. (laughs) Oh, no. And I blame you. Oh, no. The cookies are crossing. (laughs) Oh, gosh. For you, too. And it was a really, it was a well-established skin tag. Oh, And I was like, well, that looks... Aggressive, yeah. like a piece of cereal. Well, oh my I had gosh. a foot that looked like it was trying to make a hard right. Well, sometimes <laughs> that's the gift that we've no, been given. You're supposed to turn left at Albuquerque. Oh, man. By the way, Steven Spielberg looks like he's wearing a nice pair of designer denim. Seven for all mankind. Oh, that's a nice brand. Oh, uh-huh. is that right? Yeah, yeah I see it on his little tush. Nice. Oh, you spotted the thing? Who are we kidding? You know that Kate dressed him. <laughs> you just know it. Who's Kate? Kate Capshaw, his wife. Steven Spielberg's wife. Yeah. You know Spielberg's wife. I know things, Steve. You know so many relationship things. Yeah, they met on the set of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. No. Really? Really? Yeah, see, yeah. Holly knows things, too. That's really wild. We know things. Anyway, huh. I digress. Okay. Uh, shall we talk about uh, this rich guy building an amusement park? Yeah, I found this out last night. Um, this came out a few days ago. But there's a a really rich dude who is building... A $2 billion theme park that will be about the size of Disneyland or the Magic Kingdom in Orlando. It's named uh, right now the American Heartland Theme Park and Resort, scheduled to open ambitiously Mm. in 2026. It will be a 125-acre park, though the entire development is 1,000 acres. That 125 acres is about the size of the Magic Kingdom. Uh, But it's got just one backer behind it who is this billionaire and i guess he was a billionaire who used to own a ton of pizza hut franchises and now he's got all this money and it's like you know what i want to make a theme park one that you don't have to go to the coast to enjoy and some of the early artist renderings showed you know kind of like the magic kingdom in disneyland they have uh, main street usa right when you walk in his sort of has that, but instead of it being near the turn of the century, his is more like in the 40s and 50s. And so it's a little bit of a different era there. And then it'll have these six uh, distinctly American lands, the wow. Great Plains, Bayou Bay, Big Timber Falls, Stony Point Harbor, Liberty Village, and Electropolis, which kind of is like their, their tomorrow land is what it sounds like. But huh. I just wonder, with with this getting built... I wish I could fast forward 30 years from now and find out is the American Heartland theme park and resort, is it a thing of the past? Did we view it as a flop or has it become very successful? And is it turning into other lands just like Disney bought up more and more land? But it's 
sort of an obscure part of the country in Oklahoma. Yeah. The nearest airport's about an hour away. Oh, yeah. That's a commitment. 20, mm-hmm. 2026 in northeastern Oklahoma in the city of Venita. Road trip. <laughs> right? Seems interesting. I was, you know, I like theme parks. I like manufactured fun. And I was like, all right, I want to I want to watch this play out. Universal, by the way, in down in Florida, they're building out an entirely new theme park, which will have a full Nintendo world. And it's very ambitious, their build. And I believe that's supposed to be ready in 2025. Can you repeat where you said? In Florida, in okay. Orlando, okay. where Universal has other um, theme parks as well. But they're building like a, a really big, very ambitious one, too. So if you like theme parks, what a time to be alive. And who doesn't? A lot of people. Really? Yeah. Really? A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't like waiting in lines. There is that. A lot of people don't like manufactured fun. They're like, we should go play with the kids in a cornfield instead of taking them on a roller coaster. Not slap them on a roller coaster. Do both. Yeah. Why can't you do both? You can. That's that's balance. I think, you know, sidestep. That Valley Fair is having a corn festival this summer. So combining Donna's idea and Steve's idea. Come on. Into one. Fantastic. Yes. I love it. Valley Fair is debuting Corn Fest. I like this idea. Wow. In mid-August. Yes. Food and entertainment starting, uh, I believe, uh, Sundays and Labor Days from August 19th to September 4th. You will be able to participate in Corn Fest at Valley Fair. You guys didn't know you were onto something. Look at that, Steve. But you totally were. Look at that. It's, it's the cookie synergy. It is. <laughs> it all started with skin tags and bunions, but it led us to Valley Fair. Yay! Yay! We gotta go. Okay. Not to Valley Fair. I mean, yes, we do. We have to do that, too. But we gotta go right now, but we're gonna come back, and when we do, uh, first of all, we gotta talk about President Biden's dog. But we're getting political. We got a situation here, people. We got a situation. We got a situation here. We got a situation. We'll tell you about that. Steve's got a couple stories, too, and if you see something... Say something next. Hi, guys. It's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm. You know, motorcycle season is here. There's no doubt about that. So this is a good time to remind drivers and motorcyclists, be careful out there, you guys. I didn't really know this until talking to Mike uh, Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant, but motorcycle insurance does not include personal injury protection coverage. That's crazy to me. But it's also why if you are a motorcyclist who's ever been injured as a result of another driver's negligence you definitely want to get a hold of an attorney with specific experience and knowledge in this area someone who knows all the motorcycle traffic laws who's great at presenting evidence to let's face it a potentially biased jury someone who is able to deal with complicated accident cases it costs you nothing to get a hold of mike bryant of bradshaw and bryant and to meet with him to assess your case uh, do that by going online to minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Never thought that you hey, good morning. We're back. Thank you for coming back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. This is the place where we believe if you see something, you want to say something. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. 
There is a menace in the White House, and his name is Commander. Oh, no. <sighs> Who's Commander? Is this an official, like, cabinet position? Nope, it's the dog. Uh-uh. It's the president's German Shepherd Commander. <sighs> According to internal Secret Service documents. If you believe in those. How did we get access to these? Yeah, there's a leaker. Mm. This dog has bit not one, not two, not three or four or five, not six, but seven people in a four-month span. And this comes after Biden's first dog, Major. Remember Major? We had problems with Major. Was booted from the White House for also for aggressive behavior. One Secret Service officer had to be treated at a local hospital after Commander bit him on the arm and thigh. A few weeks later, the dog broke the skin of a different officer's hand and arm. Oh, boy. One agent claimed he had to protect himself with a chair to avoid being bitten, like lion tamer style. Okay. (laughs) Commander is only two years old. These reports don't even cover his entire time in D.C., so there could be more incidents that haven't come to light yet. Now, I have to say, I am all for rehabilitation or maybe let this train this dog to be a a canine officer or something like that. Mm -hmm. An attack dog sounds like it would be a good position to go after, you know what I mean? And any other person who has a dog that bit that many people, they would... Make you surrender that dog. And if you have a red old down. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, true. That's wild. So. What was his first dog? The other dog. Was that dog? That dog wasn't a German yes, Shepherd. Yep, yep. They were both German Shepherds? Yep. Okay. So and I don't there, think this is a common behavior for German Shepherds. But there's some, there is some constant there, though, that you would have to look at. You have to observe that, right? And say, is there, maybe should we be looking at a different breed of a dog seeing if we have better luck with a with a different breed like a wiener dog a portuguese water dog huh sure there are all sorts of dogs out there Um, i'd say a soft the fact that a soft-coated wheaton terrier has not yet been in the white house is a shame they're such joyful pretty happy dogs let's start a (laughs) change.org let's start a petition get rex in the white house oh i love it cute jill says Uh, First Lady Jill Biden, that is, that commander's behavior um, is a unique and often stressful environment for family pets. That's what's causing the problems. And she said that the family's working through ways to make sure this situation is better for everyone. I mean, I mean, it's great for security. Yeah, they say German Shepherds... um on the nativepet.com that they're rarely aggressive towards their owners or family since that's the thing that they are protecting. But there is, listen, German Shepherd people, you're going to call me and tell me that I hate German Shepherds. I don't. But there's a reason that they would, police units would choose them for their canine units, right? That they have a, a, a switch. They must have a switch that can go aggressive protection. And so with Secret Service there to help, they're thinking, why are you coming near Jill? Why are you coming here, Jill? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I will tell you this. There's, um, 
somebody in my neighborhood that is training a German Shepherd puppy. Mm-hmm. And whenever we run into her, she's walking the dog, and the dog is always on when seeing people approaching. Yeah, always on its hind legs, and and they're trying to change that behavior. You can sure. tell, you know, with you know training treats and things like that. But they're also very smart dogs. Yes, they're, that's another reason why I think these they're they're used in certain ways is because they're very smart, very, yeah, very yeah. trainable. They use them in, yeah, they, Consider the, your lifestyle and all sorts of things when choosing a dog breed for you. So yes. are you suggesting that yes. maybe they should have thought about like the White House, we're going to have a bunch of dignitaries and guests coming in and maybe this is the time that we get the tired lab. Right. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, having a pet in the White House would be stressful though. Oh. If I had a cat in the White House, all oh. the doors in the White House would be, don't open the door and let out the cat. Right. <laughs> Just exactly. post it notes on all the doors. I don't care if this is the White House. Don't open the door. The cat's in the room. If I had a dollar for every time someone let the cat out when oh. I was like showing our condo. Yeah. You know, and so the cat's food and litter box were in a room. Mm-hmm. Tucked away. And they would always pull the door shut, and then the cat couldn't access its food or water oh. or litter box. Mm-hmm. And so I'd come home to nice surprises. Yeah, Ooh, tootsie rolls. That's a thing. You know, that's like, a thing. And yes. by the way, they're great in the military too. I would say German shepherds. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say a thing about my dog. Have you ever had a dog that is very not food motivated, like not dog food motivated, meaning? If we don't put out food, if we put out food first thing in the morning, like, all right, wake up. It's it's eight or nine o'clock now. Go have your breakfast. Not interested in the slightest. Won't even get near that bowl huh. until about 11, sometimes wow. one. So if you ever, it's great because if we forget to feed the dog, he's fine. doesn't matter at all. He's like a one meal a day kind of guy. But then it's almost irritating because you're like, can you just go do that so I know that you ate for today? Oh, sure. Do you feed them twice a day? That's the ideal, yeah. Okay. I know people who only feed their dog one time a day because their dog will get lots of treats during the day. Okay. And I was the opposite. You eat it this time and this time and very few treats. Maybe maybe the once a day is sort of a thing. I, I had two times in my head because that's what the, the breeder said. All right, and we do a feeding here and then a feeding here. That huh. generally will work. But very in all sorts of different foods, oh, right. we mix and match the foods. You know, yeah. so we, we keep the, the variety. Katie Canine says a good variety is good yeah. for your dog. Um, and so we do that. But, yeah, usually the first time you have the new food, interested at the bowl. And then after that, once he realizes, oh, they're feeding me dog food, lack of interest. Enti- entice him with a topper. Like get some wet food and just put a little bit on top. Hey, do you think I've made a money out there getting wet food? Just get a little wet food. Just get the little packs. You know, I had or toppers. A, they they call them toppers, and then it creates interest. I had an obese pug named Boo who died. Who, by the way, we were talking about skin tags earlier. We didn't know what was a nipple and what was a skin tag on her undercarriage. Yeah, it my was dog was like that too. Max. Challenge. I mean, good thing she didn't have puppies. Those things would have been really confused. One of them would have chosen the wrong door. You know what I mean? My my male dog had prominent nippies. Do male dogs have nipples too? I mean, these are like prominent. Like yeah, it looks like you get more. Do they have nipples? Yeah, usually, like they, usually nipples. they're flush with their skin. Uh huh. Yeah, these yeah. were Unless prominent. Yeah. But he also had testicular cancer, so that may have screwed up his hormones. Yeah. Like my cat's nipples <laughs> were very prominent on his little really? lower part. Yeah. Interesting. I think that's yeah. tough to see. 
on a, on a dog. A low-hanging, protruding nipple or set oh. of nipples is a tough thing Especially to... Especially at nursing dogs, Ooh, on nursing dogs. You're like, oh, honey. I thought you were going to say nursing homes, Donna. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what are we talking? We're talking about dogs, Donna, for the love <laughs> of all that is holy. Oh, that gave me a jolt. Anyway, wow. uh, I, the point was I had to feed my dog oh, wet food. And it was annoying because he had, he had a kidney stones and, and, and gall stones, bladder stones. That's what they were. Mm. That was bad. I said to stick my pinky up his butt okay, once to see if he was right. impacted. That's what you, you do got, when a dog's attacking you. Yeah, you got to squirt that gland. Oh, God. Donna says put your thumb up a dog's butt if it's coming. Out. That's what they should teach I at the White never House. Said Hi, here's thumb. Commander. Put your thumb up there. <laughs> I never Just said plug the it. Word thumb. Bye, Holly. Bye. Bye. <laughs>